Hi Church, welcome again to another session of Chew on the Word. As you know now, we will do that Chew on the Word every Wednesday night from last week onwards. The difference between my session and Pastor Lee Chu's session is twofold. Number one, as I mentioned earlier last week, that it will not always be on prayer, but it will definitely always be on the Word because it is chew on the Word. And the other difference is that my session will last a bit longer, possibly about 20 minutes, and not just merely 10 minutes. For tonight, I just want to carry on from what Pastor Lee Chu mentioned to you last week about the power of agreement. You will remember that in one of her sessions, she did mention that the power of the altar is the power of agreement. I want to take you further. What do we benefit from agreeing with one another? What are the good things that come out when we agree? Amos chapter 3 verse 3 says, Can two walk together unless they be agreed? It's a rhetorical question. The answer is no. How can two people walk together unless they agree with one another? If not, they will either walk separate ways or they walk in opposite directions. So clearly, two or more cannot walk together unless they be agreed. Now, I've used this verse many times during wedding ceremonies. But it doesn't only apply to marriage, even though it does apply to marriage, it applies to us spiritually. So what are the benefits of agreeing to walk together? What is the power of agreement? There are five. The first benefit in the power of agreement is that we are in one accord. And when we are in one accord, there is great power, much grace. Where do I get it from? Acts chapter 4. Incidentally, it would be good in my session if you have your Bible in front of you because after all, this is on the Word. So, if you have your Bible, you can turn with me to Acts chapter 4. In the early church, it says here in verse 32, all the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed any of his possessions as his own, but they shared everything they had. Verse 33, With great power, great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was upon them all. In the KGV version, they use the word one accord. All the believers were in one accord, one mind, one heart. Result, wow, 
they had great power, much grace. And that's why the early church was so powerful. They were in one accord, and the word is homo tumodon. Homo is one, tumodon is accord. Homo is one, homogenous, homosexual, homo logos, homo sapiens. They were in one heart, one mind, in one accord. And because of this, oneness, wow, they had great power, much grace. And I believe that our churches will be the same if we had agreed to be in one accord. There would be much power, much grace, great power. Incidentally, if you want, thinking of getting a new car, consider the accord so that all of us can be sitting in one accord. The second benefit in the power agreement and the next three is found in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and let me read from verse 9 to verse 12. You will have to refer to the Bible quite a bit tonight and I won't, don't apologize for it. Huh? Verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up, but pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. How can one keep warm alone? Clearly not possible. Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves and a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. The second benefit of the power of agreement is that not only is there one accord with great power and much grace, there is clearly mutual support, mutual encouragement. Because it says here in verse 10, if somebody falls down, the second person, the friend, can then help him up. Pity the man. What is pitiful? So pitiful. You don't have anyone to help you. And how can you keep warm alone? Clearly you can't. So the, the clear message of two or more is that there is support. There is mutual encouragement. There is mutual empowerment. And it is very true. And I see this in, in my church, in SIBKL. You know, in this period of lockdown, even though we are shut down, but we are not shut off. We are locked down, but we are still connected, you see. In fact, more connected than we were when we were physically meeting. See, we can congregate, but we may not connect. But here we are not congregating, in fact, we connect. And when we connect like this, I find there is a lot of mutual encouragement. I know, for example, that after this time, every night, families pray together. Cells even pray together at 10 o'clock. And if you're alone, you're a single, can I encourage you? Get hold of someone, pray together. Why? Because there is mutual support. That's why 
I, I, and I'm biased in this. SIBKL is a good church. We support one another. And for me, it is a wonderful, wonderful privilege to be your pastor. The third benefit in the power of agreement is found in verse 12. Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A threefold cord can never be broken. Not only is there one accord, not only is there mutual support, there is enhanced strength. A threefold cord can never be broken. And again, I've used this phrase in wedding sermons, but it is true. A threefold cord can never, never be broken. There is power, there is strength, and that strength is not additional, it is exponential. We, we, we know this verse taken from Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 30. One can chase 1,000, two can chase, absolutely right, 10,000. In the economy of God, it is never additional. It is always exponential. One can chase 1,000. Two can chase 10,000. And that is the power of agreement between husband and wife. That is a power of agreement between friends in the same family of God. And, and the word that, that comes to me is that we, we, we contend as one man. This phrase, contending as one man, is mentioned a couple of times because we fight a common enemy. The, the devil can pick us up one by one. If you're alone, you are easy target for the devil. But together, a threefold cord can never be broken. They have to contend with not one, but all of us. That's why it is important that we must contend together against the devil. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 27b, Paul says this, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, speaking to the Philippian church, contending as one man for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. If one is frightened, the other person lends strength. So there is enhanced strength, you see. And it's the same phrase, contending as one man, in 1 Samuel chapter 11, when Saul fought, led the children of Israel against a mighty army of the Ammonites. It says here, they fought as one man and they overcame the enemy. It's the same. When we are agreed together, there is enhanced strength, exponential. The fourth benefit is found in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9. Let's go back to Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. So the fourth benefit when we have agreement together is that we've got a good return. In other words, we are productive. 
we are fruitful. As I speak to some of you, some of you, quite a lot of you are businessmen. You talk about getting a return, good returns. And again, the word therefore that comes to my mind as I think about business is synergy. Synergy. We synergize. Synergy means um, when two or three cooperate together, the outcome of this cooperation is greater than the sum of its parts. Synergy. So when we have the power of agreement, wow, we have a good return. Now nowhere before I go to the fifth one, and that will blow your mind, is these four benefits exemplified then in the life of Daniel. So let me give you one example in the life of Daniel when they came together in a power of agreement and wow, all of this came to pass. Great power, much grace, mutual support, enhanced strength and a good return. Daniel chapter 2 verse 17 to verse 19. The context is King Nebuchadnezzar just had a dream. And can you imagine that? He went and asked the, 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 all the courts of, mag of magicians and philosophers, tell me my dreamer. And not only tell me my dreamer, interpret it for me to my satisfaction. If you don't do that, I'll execute all of you. And someone called Daniel. And Daniel said to King Nebuchadnezzar, give me some time. Give me maybe a couple of days and I'll come back to you. So the responsibility that was placed on Daniel's shoulders was enormous. Why? Because upon his interpretation of the dream hangs the lives of a lot of his colleagues and his friends. So what did he do? Ha! Huh. Look at Daniel chapter 2, verse 17. Then Daniel returned to his house, explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. Who are they? These are the Hebrew names of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, his close group of friends. What did he do? He urged these friends together, two or three or four, plead for mercy from God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. And during the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. It's amazing. Daniel didn't do it alone. What did he do? He got his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and they plead for God's mercy. The power of agreement. And God revealed to him the dream and his interpretation. And in Daniel chapter 2, verse 46, after that, King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate. What? The king of Babylon fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered an offering and incense be presented to him. And the king said, 
Surely, surely, your God is the God of gods and the Lord of lords. In other words, Daniel, Yahweh is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. How did that come about? Daniel brought his three friends together and they prayed. Good returns. And this now is the fifth benefit. Leading on to this, what did Daniel do together with his three friends? They prayed. And this is what the fifth benefit is. When two or three pray together, the fifth benefit is they will be answered prayers. Turn with me to Matthew. Matthew chapter 18, beginning from verse 18 to verse 20. Uh, with this, I'll close. Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you, that if two of you on earth, what? Agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there am I in the midst of you. There is answered prayer. You will remember what Pastor Nietzsche said. Without God, we can't. Without us, He won't. There is something in the anthropomorphic nature of God that he wants us to intercede and pray. And as we agree in prayer, he decrees in heaven. As we agree, he decrees. And God will indeed answer our prayers. So I'm going to pray for you now. After I pray for you, can I encourage you to spend some time praying together? Husband, wife, cells, groups, families, if you're alone, you're single, get hold of someone, pray together sometime this week. And let's all believe that as we pray in agreement, all of these five benefits will then be our portion. Let me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I want to thank you for reminding us tonight of the power of agreement that night after night, week after week, as we come together in one mind and one heart and one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one calling, one hope, one baptism, one God and one Father of all, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, we know, O oh God, that heaven will synergize with our prayer. Wow! And we will yet see the salvation and deliverance of our lives, our family, our churches, and our nation. Because there's power in agreement. So tonight, Lord, we agree. We agree, Lord, to pray for our own lives, 
our healings, our restoration, that we, Lord, will be have a personal revival in our lives. Our families will be blessed. Our household will be saved. Our work will do well and prosper, Lord. And our nation will continue to be healed and to be delivered from the virus. Let's all say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us all our sins as for we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And all God's people say, in agreement, Amen and Amen. Good night, folks. Have a wonderful, wonderful sleep.